Hello and welcome to all of our lovely listeners. I am your host, Moira Geary, and this is The Positivity Project. On today's episode, what we're going to talk about is overwhelm. And I know it's something that most people, if not everybody, has experienced at some stage in their life. And I'm going to talk about the problems with it, how we identify it. And most importantly, I'm going to give you a step-by-step process on how you can manage it if you choose to do so. So firstly, if we talk about overwhelm and we ask ourselves, well, what is it? Well, for me, and I suppose I'm really talking about the definition or my definition of overwhelm based on my own experience of working with clients. And that's been going on now for over 20 years. So when clients would come to me with overwhelm, basically the feeling that they were feeling is this sort of overwhelm or overburden. I suppose they put those two words together. So very much overburdened by a situation or it can be by a task that you're doing or a project that you're doing. Or it can be just overburdened by a number of tasks that you might be having going on in your life. Or it could be different situations. It might be your children, your finances, your work, your career, maybe studying, whatever. So basically, we'll, we'll know when we're overwhelmed, when we're feeling feelings of stress. And also we can feel feelings of being a bit anxious or there might be a sense of being unable to cope. And I suppose from clients that I would have worked with and also from my own experience of overwhelm, it's that feeling of not being able to cope. That's that's the way I would describe it, that there's just too much going on and it's just impossible to get through it. It's almost like I feel like I get in a frozen state where I'm not really functioning. So signs of overwhelm, I suppose maybe I've covered a little bit of it just there now, but signs of overwhelm would be when you feel that you don't have, have you, first of all, you have too much to do, and secondly, that you mightn't have enough time to do it. Or also it could be that sense of not being able to cope with the demands that are on you. And what's important in that sentence really is, is the demands that are on you, because it's really important to have a look and see, well, where do those demands come from? Are they self-initiated or are they coming from our expectation of others? So just be really mindful of that. Now, there are lots of negatives, obviously, that um, really, you know, when, when we have overwhelm going on a lot in our lives, it can really have a very negative impact on not just our lives, but on our health and on our well-being. And the first one really is that it really decreases our productivity or our ability to get things done. And another one would be that it would have a really big impact on our ability to make decisions. And that would be very true for me. And another thing too is that, you know, I know it sounds a bit fluffy, but it has um, a very big impact on our well-being in general. And well-being means everything. So are you going to eat very well? Are you going to sleep well? How, what are your stress levels going to be like if you're feeling very overwhelmed? So it really is something that is important that we have a look at if it's something that you're experiencing. And then to have a look and see, you know, what can you do to maybe address it or to help you to manage it? So what can we do about it? Well, there are a number of steps we can do or things that we can do. And, you know, there are lots of steps that we can take. So the first thing before we go into the steps of the process of how I'm going to help you to manage it, just have a little look and see, well, when, the first thing I would do is always step back. So when I when I say to clients to step back, it's almost like we disassociate from something. So if you think of your overwhelm a little bit like a ball or a, a ball of wool, or it's like a, a washing machine with lots of different clothes in it with different colors. So and it's very confusing and we can't make sense of it. So when we step back, when we step back from something, we can actually start to see it for what it is. So we just ask you to step back. And when you do that, then what I'd ask you to do is consider different ways that you might be able to manage it. And obviously I'm going to share some with you, but the way I'm going to share these with you, they may be the ones that you'd like to use, but they may not. But it's really important that we look and acknowledge that 
first of all it's there by stepping back we're acknowledging it even more and then that we can acknowledge that there are ways that we can manage it so when we look at the steps i'm going to bring you down through the steps that i use now and the first thing that we do is to identify the cause of your overwhelm so when i say that i'm looking to see like it's more like the source so is it coming from a feeling of being anxious is it coming from a feeling of being fearful is it coming from a feeling of insecurity so the insecurity would go hand in hand with where what i was speaking about a moment ago in relation to expectations of, of others so if you're feeling very very insecure in yourself and you rely on external validation then maybe you're overwhelmed the source could be coming from from people outside of you or because of an insecurity um fear and that anxious feeling that would probably be more what i would have experienced because i would be very self-driven and self-motivated and i would put myself under an awful lot of pressure to perform to get things done and often i would take too many things on at the one time so i'm very clear that my source would definitely be coming for myself and also when i set a lot of deadlines particularly when i have a number of deadlines on the go at the one time so very important that you identify that and then secondly it's also a case of identifying but what we're identifying in the second step is to identify the different subjects so it might be and again, I mentioned some of these already. It might be your family or specifically your children or maybe one child or it could be a pet or it could be your job. It could be a difficult relationship with your boss. It could be a friend. It could be a relation, your mother, your sister, or it could be your finances. Or maybe if you were studying, it could be deadlines. Um, if you're studying something, you know, um, whether that's a postgrad or in college or or your first, your first time in college or even if you're in school. Um, so identify what the different subjects are because it's really important and again in the stepping back that will help you because when we step back we can see much clearer whereas when we're inside all of the overwhelm it's difficult to identify what all of the different subjects are um, so just work that out that's really really important and then the third step is to write those subjects down and what I do is I take a four sheets of paper and I write a heading on each sheet and that is each individual subject and then I write all of the things that are really bugging me about that situation or that problem um, and I kind of journal on it um, and also if you've got if you're noticing um, answers that are coming around um, opportunities or ways that you can deal with those different situations that you're writing down obviously take notes of those because that's really important as well and then when we've that done what i would do is i would take some time to actually pick the subject that needs to be addressed um, immediately or the most important one so again be a bit discerning about what you feel needs to be addressed immediately or what is the one that's most important and when you decide what it is then i would start to take steps to work on that um so it, so basically what i would be looking to do is write a list of the action steps that i'm going to take in relation to only that subject now i know for some people uh, they find it easy to multitask or they might have two projects on the go that's fine but what i would say to you is if you have a number of things that are creating the overwhelm please don't try and do them all just do a small percentage of them so if you've got 10 subjects that are bugging you then go for two maximum three but um and if you've got five i would be looking at maybe just one so after that then the next thing would be to see um oh yeah so what i would do next is to, to look and see if there's um a time in your day and this might sound a bit strange uh, but a time in your day where you can allocate worry time now i probably would never have said that before because the last thing i'd want people to do is actually to 
be allowing themselves to have a really good focus on what's you know not going on in their lives or or to focus on um not just a subject but um a concept that could make them feel quite stressed so worry is the stress however if you're inclined to worry all day and we're pulling back and we're having a look at this and you say to yourself okay um there is a part of me that needs to worry so i get some sense of at least I'm taking note of what's going on and that's what the worry is doing for me. So there's a little bit of a positive intention behind the worry. And if that's you, then what I would say is allocate maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, where it's almost like you indulge in the opportunity to worry. So allow yourself that little time if that's something that feels right for you to do. The next thing I would do is to leave all the subjects on the paper and never allow them back into my head until I'm taking the one and I allow that one come into my head at the time. But your subconscious mind will be happy to know that even though the you're not um, running the thought patterns and processes around all of the different subjects all of the time, your subconscious mind will be happy to know that they're safely written on paper and that when you're ready to do the next thing that you can just pull out your papers and decide well, what's the next important thing for me to do. So it's really important to leave them out of your head and on paper. And there, I suppose just to reiterate there, the taking of action. So when you're deciding on the one you're going to work on, then it's about taking some action steps towards that. Another thing that is important is obviously to find somebody that you can trust, that you think um, would help you if you um, confide in them and you take some time to talk to them. That would be something also that would be really, really important. But I just want to say that over the years when I've looked at overwhelm and I've taught people how to manage it in that way, the results have been spectacular, phenomenal. The productivity has really gone up. The um, feelings of uh, anxiety and the feelings of stress that I spoke about at the beginning, that is greatly reduced. The person feels that they this tightness that they often would feel in their head, that stops. Um, and another thing actually, which isn't necessarily around overwhelm, but it's a really important thing in relation to breathing and breath. If you're feeling that you are overwhelmed, um, to take a short breath in, because when we breathe in, our heart rate will increase. Now we won't be aware of it necessarily. And when we breathe out, our heart rate decreases. So it makes sense to breathe in a shorter breath or in duration and time. So if you breathe in for, let's say two, three seconds, well, maybe you would probably want to be four. If you're just doing some, some breathing techniques, four would make more sense. So you breathe in for four and breathe out for six or eight. What you're doing on the out breath is you're reducing your heart rate, which means that you're calming your stresses and um, it's very much around, you know, um, your vagus nerve. So it's it's helping with that, um, which means that it's going to reduce your stress. So that's another thing that will help you to feel different because the overwhelmed feeling is that tightness in our head, that anxious feeling in our body. And when we just catch our breath like that and breathe out slowly and then take everything out of your head and put it on the papers and then look at the papers and decide which is the right thing to come first and the most important thing and then you take action steps on that and as I said lastly 
if you feel you need that you, you need to talk to somebody or to have some time with somebody that you trust, then obviously do that. So if you found any of this helpful in any way, what I'd ask you to do is if you're watching or if you're listening or watching, because it depends on where you are, if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms and specifically on Spotify or Apple, please do uh, follow the podcast and please do leave a rating if you feel that you got benefit from this. I'd really appreciate that. And if you're watching on YouTube, um, it would be fabulous if you would subscribe. And also if there's an opportunity anywhere to leave a comment, that would be great. I also know that a lot of people that follow the podcast absolutely love the Positivity Project, which is a seven day um, video training that's free. And the link to that is always on the um, footnotes or on the um, on the show notes for the podcast, or it'll be in the um, caption on the YouTube video as well. So just have a little look around. And if you feel that you'd like some more support, the 70 Positivity Project is exceptional. And I guarantee with that, that you will feel better if you implement what I teach you on it. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening.